Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado, Colorado's premier outdoor radio show heard every Saturday afternoon on KLZ 560 with insights on hunting, fishing, archery, guns, and ammo from Colorado's top outfitters featuring the industry's leading experts on how to enhance your experience in the great outdoors. Now, here's your host, Scott Watley. Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado. Thank you so much for being with us today. We are glad to have you with us, and we're going to kick it off with a little archery today and talk to our good friend Kevin Lewis. He is the owner of Quick Draw Archery. They're located in Littleton, and their address is 12339 Mead Way. So, Kevin, thanks for being with us today on the show. How are you, sir? I'm good. Thanks for having me. You bet. All right. Now, it's a little twisting and turning, getting around to your shop there. So how do you tell people that will get to your shop? I, uh, I always say look for the Murdochs on Santa Fe and Highlands Ranch Parkway and then head behind the Murdochs and you'll run into our sign. Yep, that's a pretty easy way to say it, so that's a good way to do it. And again, that's 12339 Mead Way. All right, so um, give us a little of your background. Um, I know you know several years ago you, you bought Quick Draw Archery, and uh, so tell us a little bit about your background. Yeah, so I've been involved in archery uh, about the uh, past 12 years. And uh, got into it with my kids, essentially, uh, uh, from a target shooting standpoint. And uh, just kind of fell in love with the sport and fell in love with the, uh, the idea of bow hunting as well. And uh, ended up um, having an opportunity to kind of leave, leave the corporate world and, and do archery instruction kind of full-time. Did that uh, for a few years, and uh, Quick Draw Archery opened and uh, had a good arrangement with the previous owners where I did a lot of uh, classes and, and instruction here for youth and adults. And uh, when they were ready to move on from the business, it was a logical step to uh, to take it on. Wow, that's great. Leaving the corporate world to teach archery. Man, every guy's dream. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, sounded, it sounded crazy at the time, and it probably was. But uh, I'm glad I did it and uh, never, never regretted it for a second. No, absolutely. All right. Well, let me just say, this last year and a half now, boy, it's just been crazy, and it's affected every business. But let's talk about inventory a little bit with bows because, like I say, it's affected everything. So um, if folks are looking to maybe buy a new bow, um, they need to get on in pretty quick, don't they? They really do. You know, things have gone from the old days of being able to get, get stuff in about 10 days to now um, – most of my manufacturers are telling me 10 weeks uh, for anything I order now. Now I'm doing my best to to try and get things ordered that I that I think we need, and stuff comes in, you know, every day. But uh, if you're looking for something something specific, uh, it's definitely not coming quick this year. Sure. And uh, uh, but yeah, we're we're doing okay on stock. Uh, you know, from an arrow standpoint, that's that's kind of what this season's all about right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming into June and July, uh, my arrows are finally starting to arrive. Um, put it in perspective, I ordered them in January, but uh, they they're fizzling in uh, <laughs> this this last week and, and this coming week it looks like. So I'm I'm glad to finally have arrows because that's that's no fun. Sure. Uh, being an archer shop without arrows but, no doubt uh, and when ammunition's been on the other side you know in the in the firearm world so man i tell you it's been crazy yeah absolutely <laughs> again kevin lewis is with us he's the owner of quick draw archery located one two three three nine mead way there in littleton um and 
now's the time to get in to see you too there you you got a great pro shop and of course you know you do a lot of this so uh man now's the time to get in and get get your boat tuned up or see what's going on with it if there's some issues right absolutely uh it's never too early uh june is a perfect time uh we're running you know we turn around on new strings and that's always something that we get real bombarded with in in uh you know late july and august uh so if you want you know uh, new string and you want to have time to to kind of get that all recited in and stuff uh you know now's the time to do it for sure and same same if you don't need a string and you're just looking for tuning um you know tuning your bow now and having it properly tuned uh makes the broadhead process so much easier when you when you get there uh checking your broadheads uh properly bow tuned will 90% of the time shoot a broadhead uh same spot as your uh, field point so um, we try and try and maintain a week or less turnaround on tunes year round anyway. But uh, right now we're running 48 hours. Uh, it's a great time to come in while we we're not completely loaded up with uh, with backlog of of tunes. Sure. What's changed the most, you think, since you started? You know, 12 years ago to today, and just you know the equipment. What's changed the most? Well, I think I think the last last three or four years the you know, evolution of the cams. Um, I mean, every bow manufacturer is just coming out with amazing bows the last few years. And, uh, you know, it used to be that that uh, one or two manufacturers would kind of hit a home run and, and have this bow that, that was quiet and, uh, and dead in the hand and held good. And now uh, almost every bow is that way. So I think the technology, I don't, I don't pretend to be a, you know, a bow designer and really understand everything about why why these bows hold so good and why they're so quiet um, or, or why they, you know, they just don't vibrate anymore. Um, so uh, I think that's the biggest advancement, um, in my opinion, is just, you know, the, the quality of bow uh, the last probably two or three years uh, in terms of how easy it is to shoot. It's just incredible. Sure. Now, you also, and we'll just kind of breeze through this and we'll get you back on again, but um, you offer youth archery classes, right? Yeah, so we, uh, we we focus heavily. Obviously, we're running into hunting season, so so we, we focus on on taking care of those those hunters. But year round, um, you know, our primary business uh, the rest of the year is really just uh, sharing the sport with with more and more people. So we do a lot of uh, a lot of private lessons, group lessons, uh, and then we got a full full course load of of youth classes, uh, pretty much five days a week. And uh, and that's what we do. We just try and teach teach people uh, how fun this this uh, sport is. All right. And the open shooting hours during the week and weekend. What are your hours? Uh, we're closed on Mondays, uh, but then we open every other day uh, at eleven o'clock. Um, and uh, our closing hours right now kind of vary because because of our uh, some class schedules. But uh, Tuesday, Wednesdays, we're open until seven. Uh, Thursdays we close at four. Fridays and Saturdays we're open until six, and Sundays we close at three. So. Okay. Well, hey, I give plenty of time to get in and see you. All right, man. I wish we had more time today. We have got a couple of minutes though. So there's an event coming up. We want to let everyone know about now, and it's August 13th through the 15th, and it is called the Mile High Triple Threat. So tell us about that. Uh, we're real excited about it. Um, this is an NFAA-sanctioned uh, professional-level national tournament, uh, something that Colorado really hasn't had 
in a while. Um, and so it is a, uh, a three-day event that consists of uh, archers participating in a target round, a field round, and a 3D round over those three days, uh, all for one prize. Um, and so we've got uh, professional divisions, uh, amateur divisions, as well as trophy divisions for people who just want to come experience a, a tournament without winning any money. But uh, we're sitting with a $27,000 prize pool. Wow. Um, and uh, we're, we got some uh, real excited, some of the response we're getting from the professionals across the country. So we're hoping to bring in bring in people from all over and, uh, you know, spotlight Colorado and, and uh, you know, how beautiful our state is and uh, and get some good competitive archery in here. Sure. Now, do people just need to contact you to get more information or is there a website? What's uh, It's milehightriple.com. Uh, uh, is the event website. They can also feel free to call call me at the shop, 303-683-2944, uh, or check out the Quick Draw website as well. We, uh, we got links to it. So lots of ways to get involved. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, even if you uh, just want to come out and, and watch Pro Shoot Off on Sunday. Um, it's a good opportunity to see what tournament archery is all about. Yep, absolutely. Well, Kevin, hey, man, I know we just had a few minutes today, but we'll do this again. And, man, I appreciate all the help that you've given me over the last couple of years as well. And uh, get by and see them. Let them know you heard about them here on the show. And, again, family-owned and operated. Uh, great, great shop. Great pro shop. Boy, I tell you, it can be very disappointing going into some of the big box stores and trying to get some help and people that really know what they're doing. So, Get by Quick Draw Archery, 12339 Meadway in Littleton. As Kevin mentioned earlier in the segment, just right around behind the Murdochs there off of Santa Fe. And uh, let them know you heard about them here on Sportsman of Colorado. And it's milehightriple.com. And, uh, again, the number of the shop is 303-683-2944. So, Kevin, thank you very much, sir. Thank you. All right. You're listening to Sportsman Colorado. we got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more right after this. Now's the time to get into the outdoorsman's attic. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and you've heard me say many times, this is one of my favorite stores. The outdoorsman's attic's selection is incredible right now for all of your camping, hunting, and fishing needs. Just a few items to mention, all backpacks are 10% off, sleeping bags 20%, and Sitka gear 40% off of retail. They also have great deals on firearms, and also tons of fishing gear down in the basement. And if your firearms need a little work or cleaning, see Scott the Gunsmith and tell him we sent you. It's the Outdoorsman's Attic. It's Colorado's premier outdoor consignment store for the outdoors. They're located at 2650 West Hamden. Tell them Scott sent you. Some skills you only develop through practice. In October of this year, Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law celebrates 25 years defending both civil and criminal cases. He has earned the tagline, trial tested, trial ready. In civil cases, such as personal injury, your attorney has the burden of proof to persuade a jury that you deserve a certain sum of money in return for your pain and suffering. However, because only a small percentage of personal injury cases go to trial, most personal injury attorneys do not spend much time in the courtroom over the course of their careers. Kevin Flesh stands apart from the rest because he represents both criminal and civil cases. After an estimated couple hundred jury trials, Kevin has learned how a jury reacts to evidence. He knows how to gauge how much money a jury will likely award in your case. Trial tested, trial ready for 25 years. Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law. 
Call now for a free consultation. 303-806-8886. Hi, this is Scott Watley for my friends at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. And not just my friends, but truly the staff at Lone Tree feels like part of our family. Since 2002, they have provided the very best care for our pets. What we love about Lone Tree Vet is the services they provide covers all of our needs. From preventative care, dentistry, pain management, cardiology, dermatology, and eye care, as well as emergency and critical care. They also offer veterinary surgery and orthopedic care. And when you need to get away, they have a fantastic boarding lodge and a cat boarding lodge that is amazing. If your pet gets to go along, they can even assist you with your travel health certificates. And when your dog needs a little extra instruction, check out the K9 Academy. They helped us so much when we got a new puppy last year. And then, of course, there is a spectacular grooming salon that you and your pet will love. All of this and more at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Oh, and check out the blogs to help you become a better parent at LoneTreeVet.com. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe that all pets deserve to have a good life. Call 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. It's just one stop and all the care you need. Hi, Jack Corgan for Len Lyle Chevrolet. Len Lyle Chevrolet is open and safe. It's truck month, and they have the best deals of the year on all trucks and SUVs, like up to 10000 off on half-ton Silverados. Or come check out the all-new Tahoes and Suburbans for 2021. Len Lyle has been there for 35 years, and low overhead really does mean low prices. Check them out on the web, lenlylechevy.com. Go east and pay the least. Chevy. Find new roads. For over eight years, you've been hearing me talk about Phoenix Weaponry in Berthard. Hey, this is Scott Watley, your host of Sportsman of Colorado, here once again to tell you why Phoenix Weaponry should be your choice to build your new custom firearm. Phoenix Weaponry is a custom firearms manufacturer. With a combined experience of over 45 years, the Phoenix family can master even the most unique idea. Phoenix Weaponry manufactures of precision custom parts for ARs and builds custom precision rifles, as well as a full line of pistol, shotgun, and rifle suppressors. Whether you're an experienced connoisseur or a new enthusiast, let Phoenix Weaponry build you a dream rifle or a range blaster. Phoenix Weaponry is your one-stop shop for all of your firearm needs. Owner Aaron Casey says our attention to detail and one-on-one customer service sets us apart from our competition. Do it yourself or complete bills at Phoenix Weaponry. They're there to help you build your dream gun. Call them today, 720-340-2496. If you can dream it, Phoenix Weaponry can build it. 720-340-2496 or check them out at phoenixweaponry.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman Colorado. Again, thank you so much for being with us. We're going to go to the phones now and talk to a young lady we had on a couple of years ago now. Uh, well, with everything that happened uh, last year and all of our events being canceled. But Missy Willis with us is with us, and she is the chapter chair and founder of the Mule Deer Foundation chapter there in northern Colorado in the Loveland area. So, Missy, thanks for being with us. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Wow. Last year, <laughs> what a blur, huh? Heard a lot of our groups. It, it was horrible. Yeah. I tell you, we got canceled one week 
before the banquet was supposed to start. So I hear you on that. Oh, man, so terrible. But, hey, we got good news. We're going to be having another one, and this will be June the 12th. So circle that date now, and I uh, hope you'll come and join us, and we're just going to give you some information about that today. It'll be held at the Ranch Events Complex and that's located at 5280 Arena Circle in Loveland. And the doors will open, it looks like, at 5 o'clock. And so, again, we're just going to give you some information about that. So uh, kind of tell us what we can expect there, Missy. Well, the doors open at 5 o'clock. We are going to have numerous raffles, some games, a silent auction, and a live auction will also be available. So, And there's going to be a buffet dinner starting at around 645. Okay, and I think when we were talking earlier, you said barbecue, right? You think it's a barbecue. Okay, all right. I'm kidding, but I'm pretty sure it's barbecue. So. All right, good deal. And, um, you know, this is something that's great for a lot of just the um, you know, foundations and all the different groups that we work with, like Mule Deer Foundation. And, uh, boy, I tell you, with the hit everyone took last year, we sure need some folks to turn out and help us out with this. So in the raffles, um, there's several different types of packages you have so kind of tell us about those what are you talking okay the raffles yeah so we're going to have some games that you can play to win some firearms and other great prizes and we're going to have some silent auctions um we're going to have um a live auction in the live auction we actually have a gun safe that's going to contain a mystery gun so that's going to be exciting okay and then we have a chandelier that's made out of a whiskey barrel that was donated by Roughing It in Style here in northern Colorado. So, Oh, wow. Okay. Now, as far as tickets and all, um, of course, folks, if they're by themselves, they can do a single ticket. And I think you said that was $75. Couples are 110 which is a, a great evening out. Hey, you can't beat that. But you were telling me something about a big buck package that you have, and that's a pretty good deal. So tell us about that. Yeah, we have a big buck package. It's 195 and it includes two dinners, one annual membership, $40 in general raffle tickets, and a ticket for the grand prize. That grand prize is going to consist of an awesome rifle, some optics, and other great outdoor gear valued at over $1,500. Wow. All right. So, hey, whatever you want to do there, again, single ticket, 75 couples, 110 but this 195 for the Big Bug Package gets you a couple of dinners, your annual membership, of $40 in raffle tickets, and a ticket to go into that grand prize. Now, as far as um, um, the different things that the Mule Deer Foundation does a little bit, and you don't have to go into everything that you guys do, but just kind of tell us a little bit about the Mule Deer Foundation. Well, the Mule Deer, Mule Deer Foundation raises money for black-tailed deer and mule deer in their habitat. And right now what we're focused on is trying to get enough money raised to help out in the canyon up in the big Thompson area where we had the fires last year. Right. We would like to get some reseeding done. Um, we'd like to do some repairs on a guzzler that's up there. So, okay. And we're just trying to make up for a lot of the money that we lost last year by not doing any events and you know, anybody renewing their memberships or raising money. So we're trying to do the best we can this year to get some money raised to get some of these projects raised. Sure. Now, if you'd like tickets, um, best thing to do is just call Missy at 970-690-0391. Again, that's 970 690 
800-308-0391. Just mention you heard her here on Sportsman of Colorado, and she will get you fixed up. And, hey, if you're a, a business out there and you want to uh, treat your employees, uh, hey, tell her you'd like to get a corporate table, and she can give you all the details on that. Now, there was something that was actually going to close yesterday, which at the time our show is airing live here on Saturday, uh, which was Friday, but you are going to extend that till Tuesday. So tell us about that. Yes. So to be entered into the grand prize, we in order to win the grand prize, you must either purchase a drop time table, which is pretty much one of our sponsorship tables, a herd table, which seats eight, or a big buck package that we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. or a $200 or higher raffle package, and then we can enter you for the grand prize drawing. Okay. And I'm going to extend that until Tuesday. Till Tuesday. All right. So get a hold of Missy today, 970-690-0391. And, Missy, I, don't, I think a lot of people understand, you know, and I probably didn't until I got into doing all this with the radio and emceeing some banquets with these banquets take a lot of work, and almost when the one ends, uh, you know, on June 12th, you start planning the next few days for the next one, don't you? Pretty much, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we, by doing it in June, it's like we normally do our banquets in March. So pretty much after this one's over, we're going to be starting the next one for 2022. Sure. Now, do you need any help if people say, hey, I, you know, I live up in that area, or I would love to help out and volunteer and do something if I can at the banquet. Is there any need for that, or are you guys covered? Right now, we're covered. I mean, we're always looking for volunteers, especially when we start doing some projects. Right. So I'm looking for that, too. But right now, the banquet's pretty much covered. So Okay, good deal. Well, once again, give Missy a call, 970-690-0391. Uh, this is the Mule Deer Foundation Banquet, Northern Colorado Chapter. It will be held on June 12th. The doors will open at 5, and um, it'll run till about, you know, 9, 30, 10 o'clock, something like that. So if you can't get there at 5 and you can get there at 6, come on. And um, it's located at 5280 Arena Circle. They're in Loveland. And once again, Missy's number is 970-690-0391. As we mentioned, hey, you can get a single ticket, 75 bucks, couples 110 but this big buck package is the way to go to me. You get two dinners, you get your annual membership, $40 in raffle tickets, and you get a ticket in for the grand prize, which we are now extending until this next Tuesday. So, Missy, as always, we appreciate it, and we're looking forward to coming up and being there and being a part of it and probably spending some money with you. So we'll see what we can do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Give Missy a call, 970-690-0391. Get your tickets now. You're listening to Sportsman of Colorado. We'll be right back. This is Chris Kane with 303 Roofer. If you have an insurance claim on your roof and want to keep some of that money in your pocket, give us a call and we'll give you a cash bid to replace your roof. You pay insurance every month and now insurance has paid you. It's your money and we understand that. So give us a call at 303-390-1382 or visit our website, 303roofer.com. Now's the time to get into D&D Tire and get your vehicle ready for those beautiful mountain drives or those summer road trips with the family. From AC and heating, brake service, 
battery replacement, engine repair, transmission service, oil changes, and of course, all of your tire needs, D&D Tire has you covered. Right now, you can get up to six months special financing with approved credit and $150 back on a qualifying tire purchase when you open a Goodyear credit account. If you're looking for trustworthy technicians and reasonable prices along with outstanding service, it's D&D Tire. Three locations to serve you, two in Aurora and one in Parker. Check them out, ddtireservice.com. Howdy folks, this is Lucas down at the Meat Cleaver. For the past 47 years, you've known us for Denver's highest quality wild game cutting. We are now offering custom beef processing. If you have a beef that you need slaughter dates for, give us a ring at 303-458-7563. We have availability all this spring and summer. Again, call the meat cleaver at 303-458-7563. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. Rush to Reason with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. Again, thank you so much for joining us. All right, it has been a while since we've been able to talk about the subject of Africa. And uh, as many of you know, we've hunted over there many times with our good friends from Bushman's Quiver African Safaris, and uh, they are reopened and uh, just recently saw a gentleman that was lived in Colorado Springs that went and uh, boy got a hold of Ron and uh, asking if he'd mind coming over and just kind of sharing his experience uh, about the whole thing and I'm talking about from planning it the flights uh, the safari itself and just just to kind of educate everybody on this because if you haven't been before I still think there's a lot of fear about Africa even before COVID of what to do what not to do and you know it's a hundred thousand dollars to go and I promise you it's not that and um, at a lot of banquets, we'll see a lot of things with Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, Pheasants Forever, uh, different banquets that we're involved in. There seems to be an African safari there. And, man, a lot of times people just don't bid on them very much because I think they just don't realize uh, what all is involved. And we want to try to answer as many of those questions as we can for you today. So, Ron, thanks for coming in, man. Thanks for having me, Scott. So, but I'm so jealous. I hate you already, and I just met you because you used to be in Africa, and I didn't. But, uh, you know, my first time was 2013, and then I went in 13, and blessed to go in 15, 16, and 17. So, I see, I'm jealous yeah, of you. Man, I'm telling you, but it is just the most unbelievable thing. So, let's kind of start at the beginning of – it was your first time to go, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Now, 
And how did how did you find out about Bushman's Quiver? I mean, all that. Actually, I uh, heard it from you on a podcast, listening to your uh, the Sportsman of the Colorado show. Oh, okay, that was your first. Okay, that's where I heard it right. from. And then, like we discussed earlier, I try to come up to the International Sportsman's Expo every year, and uh, came up there. And I was shopping for different uh, outfits to go hunting in Africa. And I remember you spoke spoke about him, so mm-hmm. I went and seen, uh, talked to Stefan, saw some other people, uh, some other agencies, not agencies, but uh, mm-hmm. professional hunters. Right. And then I went back to work. I talked to some friends. I'm trying to go hunt. We were trying to go to hunt. And uh, we decided to pull the trigger and said, okay, let's do uh, Bushman's Quiver. Well, I missed the International Sportsman's Expo one year. So gotcha. I drove down to Scottsdale and went to the one down there. Okay. Well, and I ran into... You wanted to go bad. I wanted you to go. You drove to Arizona. So <laughs> okay. I was on vacation, too. Yeah, so it was kind of it was kind of part right. of the plan. So I, I got down there, talked to Stefan again, and he had a raffle. Hey, put in for this raffle, and you can run it free hunt. So I put in for the raffle. I left, and I forgot about it. A couple of months later, he calls me up or emails me and says, Hey, you won the raffle. I thought, okay, great, wow. let's plan something. Well, I forgot about it. Life came in the way, or got sure. in the way, and, you know, work, all this other stuff. A couple years later, I contact, I saw him again at Sportsman's Expo, and I said, hey, uh, do you remember the guy that didn't cash in on this hunt? He said, yeah. I said, that's me. Will you honor that hunt? And this has been like two or three years. And he said, without hesitation, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll honor it. That's the kind of people they are, yeah. And I thought... You're the guy I'm going to hire yeah, right there. Right. And uh, from there, um, told him what I wanted. I want to do a Cape Buffalo hunt, and the uh, rest is history. Man, that's awesome. <laughs> you know, and, and you, you kind of, as you mentioned at these shows, uh, and we work very close to International Sportsman's Expo, and there's a lot of great people that come, but just being very transparent, you don't really know who you're talking to at one of those shows. No. They could be friends of the owner. They could have never been there. I mean, what I loved about it is – I wanted to meet, like, you know, when I say who's going to pick me up at the airport, I mean, and it may not be Stefan all the time. He's got different people. But I wanted to make sure somebody was going to be there. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. And, that, and, uh, and you know, and just to get that, that, that feeling of, man, you know, this is my first time. I don't know what I'm doing, you know, so to speak. It's a lot. Yeah. It is a lot And, to you know, on. it's, it's a, some, some money involved and, you know, and the travel time and all of that. And so – you know, what I really loved about it the first time I went was just, you know, just able to answer questions and just everything where then I got to enjoy the trip. You know, mm-hmm. I, didn't, I wasn't thinking about other things, you know. And uh, so, yeah, just just a great, great time. So so you got that book then. And then um, uh, let's talk about the travel thing, especially here with COVID and all. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the route that you took? So I took uh, – so the route I took, uh, it was – I went to – I went through Lathunza, so I went up to Frankfurt and came down. Okay. Um, I did that for uh, – since I was a kid, I always wanted to fly on the upper deck of a 747. <laughs> hey, this is all the, about <laughs> dreams, man. This is all about it. Lathunza was the only people doing it, so that's, so that's why I took a longer route. But after I got over there, I found out that the, a lot of flights that were – flying out of Miami and from, directly from the States, they were being canceled. Lufthansa was the only people okay. who were going down there. And that was a good move. Yeah. So, yeah, I kind of got lucky on that. Wow. Uh, there was a long wait there at Frankfurt. It was like a 10-hour layover. Okay. That was kind of yeah. rough. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, I, at least my flight didn't get canceled. Sure, sure. And, um, and so, yeah, I mean, 
where do you go? We, we usually go through Atlanta and then straight through to Johannesburg. And no matter what, I mean, anytime they serve you three or four or five meals on a flight and you get your <laughs> mail on the plane, yeah, it's, the flight's a little long. Yeah. But, but I'm telling you, it's so exciting, and it is worth every minute that you will spend in the airport And once you get there. Now, uh, were you archery or rifle? I was rifle, and I took okay. my own firearm. All right, so let's talk about that process and who you worked with. Okay, so actually I, I went on my own on that one. Oh, did you? Okay. Yes. All right. So <laughs> up to the point when I had to lay over in Frankfurt, I actually texted Stefan and said, hey, you know, I'm kind of iffy about this paperwork. Can you have someone there at the airport? And just like that, he had someone there at the airport yeah. waiting on me when I got there. Was it Adele, do you know, or Hunter's no, Permits Africa? Uh, Adele brought me back, okay. but it was another gentleman. That, right. uh, Adele is who we highly mm-hmm. recommend. That's who like I'm going to go through. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can always do things yourself, but, man, I was like, I do not want to get messed up here and not get my rifle. <laughs> you and, and, and you know what? It, it's it's. Um, I think it's so much easier than having to – you know, I had, a, I had a, almost a 30-hour flight. Yeah. And I don't know what I was thinking. Hey, I want to mess with this paperwork. Yeah, after for 150 bucks or whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> yeah. So I like to say you learned, and that's one good thing. I mean, and how I've been able to help people that, that have gone over is, you know, the first time I went, you know, I went for for, um, I think we went for nine days or something. Well, I took you know nine days worth of clothes. Well, dude, you don't need nine days. I mean, they do the laundry for you every day. I mean, it's folded and uh, yeah. sitting on the end of your bed. So you learn so many things when you get to go back. You, you could know? almost go over with a carry-on. No, no, absolutely. <laughs> you really could, yeah, when, once you get there and you uh, see, absolutely. Yeah. Again, Ron uh, Masur is our guest, and uh, he has just returned from Bushman's Quiver, African Safaris. And once again, we've known these folks for many, many years now, been over there, and uh, highly recommend them. And if Africa is on your bucket list, i tell you what, I know Ron is, would be glad to help you as well and answer any questions for you. But So when you go to some of these banquets and you see some of these African safaris, now again, I can't speak for all the other uh, people those are from, but I can tell you, if you want to do something with Bushman's Quiver, we can get you hooked up and come up with a package for you and ever how many people you want to take, what animals you want to kill, uh, how long you want to stay, what you want to do for some other excursions, all of that we can help you with. All right, so you get there, usually you land about f- five or six in the evening when I've gone, but, I mean, wh- when did you, do you remember what time? Of, I ended up getting there, I think we landed about 10 o'clock in the morning. Okay, with your flight, yeah, going yeah. that way. All right, so 10 o'clock. So they pick you up, and that's nice to see somebody maybe with a sign with your name on yes. it when you've been on a plane 30 hours. Yeah, so, yes, and carrying a firearm. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so um, now, and so you went over to the gun room there and then uh, were able to get yep. your gun pretty quick? Yeah. Yep, that it was pretty smooth transition. I got lucky; nothing was wrong with paperwork. But it was nice to have the uh, the service there to kind of sure if anything was to happen. Right, right. Uh, that they they would have supported me. So. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then uh, after that, then we went to head to camp. Right. Well, we uh, we drove to um, I can't remember the gentleman's house, but we went to a house where I met Stefan from there. Okay. And from there, we drove out to the concession. Okay. Good deal. So, and. Uh, it, 
and isn't it just unbelievable when you get there and you think, man, I'm in Africa, you uh, yeah. know? I yes. mean, I mean a, bu- a buddy of mine, uh, Red uh, Merrill, I don't know if you heard the story about Red, but he shot a world record clip springer. Oh, did he really? Number one in the world. No, didn't even I know didn't. what it was. So that, <laughs> I can't believe you didn't hear the story, trust me, because it is world famous over at Bushman's Quiver. But, uh, you know, Red and I, we were riding in the back of the truck one day, just in a concession over there right after we got there. And I was like, I just looked at him and said, man, we're in Africa. And it's just hard to fathom. But it's it amazing. is. It is so beautiful. It you know, is. I mean, I've seen Hawaiian sunsets and you know sunrises and all but i'm telling you man here beautiful alaska but man there's nothing like africa no absolutely <laughs> not yeah. all right so you get there you meet stefan then and um you know did was stefan your ph most of the time yes okay he was right. I, I was the first customer they had in 18 months and i was wow. the only person in camp so oh, that was cool. Yeah. They, uh, they treated me like a king. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So when you sit down and, uh, you know, and if you haven't been before, usually you kind of make a list and maybe an A list and what we call a B list of animals that you certainly want to take. And then ones that maybe you might be open to looking at, too. So kind of how would you go through that process? Well, I, I only wanted the Cape Buffalo. Okay, so that was all you really went for. That's I poured my heart and soul in that. I didn't, I didn't even consider anything else. Okay. I just, that's all I wanted. All right. And uh, as, we, as we'll get into it, you know, other sure. things transpire. Yeah, they always do. Yeah. But uh, I'd, I'd put in my prep and everything, I just concentrate on that Cape Buffalo. That's all I wanted. Right. So, yeah, I think, I think they teach math different over there because i had five animals on my list the first time i shot nine okay so five equals nine if you have eight picked out that equals 12 i mean good night it's crazy but that's something you do want to plan for but what i'll plan in the future is absolutely secondary and tertiary animals well and here's what too and and you never know sometimes different landowners um you know by the time you get there they may have had you know some groups cancel or whatever Mm -hmm. or didn't hit anything, whatever the case may be. And they may come to Savon and say, hey, look, you know, I've got, you know, a couple of kudu on here I need to take off, or I've got this animal or that animal, whatever. And you never know. And most time it'll be at some savings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, and Savon works really hard, and that's one thing I appreciated too. They weren't just like, you know, any kind of hard sell or like, oh, man, you should shoot that, you know, and no. just trying to get money out of it. It wasn't that at all. But I will tell you this. If a guide tells you you should shoot that, all shoot right, it. shoot it. Because that, that's what happened to Red. I mean, dude, we're from Texas. We didn't even know what a clip springer was, you know. And, and we, I mean, you know, it was like three, three times the size of a jackrabbit with horns, you know. And we're like, what in the world is that? And so Red's – and finally uh, his guide just said, shoot it, shoot it. And it came back number one in the world in SCI. Wow. So, you know, wow. trust your guide and all that. But – um, and so – all right, so let's talk real quick on, on, the, on the Cape Buffalo hunt. I mean, do, did you get in on them pretty quick, or did you find several groups and pick one, or how'd that work? So, <clears throat> initially, the first day we get in the camp, you know, we sit up, uh, they, you know, you get your lodge, you yeah. just get everything laid out, and then you get your firearm and you go driving around. And right off the bat, saw a, a, a breeding herd and the nice Duga boy. And I was, I was thinking, you know, I'm, I'm in camp an hour. And he goes, we're not going to shoot that one. Right. <laughs> so those are the first ones we saw right off the bat, first day. Um, but as it went, each day we'd go out and we'd hunt different groups of animals. And it's the, these concessions, as, as you mentioned in the past, I mean, they're, they're huge. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're spending a lot of time in the vehicle. We'd, we'd, we'd drive maybe a couple hours, and then we'd get in, 
get down and walk for a couple hours. Right. Uh, and we'd see different groups, and we'd see some single bulls, or we'd see a group of bulls, and we'd try to put a stock on them if they decided, if Stefan and Patrick decided, hey, let's move in these animals. But uh, so, yeah, we we worked quite a few mm-hmm. uh, groups, yeah. groups and animals right. to try to get the right one. And then, obviously, you know, some of those stocks, they get blown, and sure. the, the animals are gone. But it's cool hunting, you know, and, again, that's why they call them PHs, professional hunters, because, dude, I'm like, there's one with horns. Shoot, I'll shoot it. You know, I mean, uh, yeah. you don't know. No. And they all look big to us when and you've never seen anything. <laughs> well, what's amazing, too, is how well those big black animals can hide. No. I know, even a zebra, you know, <laughs> black and white. And you you see green. They're going, he's right there. And I'm like, where? You know, when oh, we yeah. first went. And then after a while, you get to you get to picking it up. But, yeah, it is crazy about it. So, yeah, you, you, you know, you work on it trying to find those animals. Sure. When, when uh, uh they're out there. They're right in front of you. You don't see them. But right, they're right there. Right. So. You're listening to Sportsman of Colorado. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with more with Ron Masur. Ron just returned from Bushman's Quiver, African Safaris. And um, we'll, if we get time here, we'll tell you about a new partnership there as well. Uh, but I'm telling you, folks, if you've ever thought about Africa, please trust me on this. This is the most exciting thing you will ever do in your life is hunt over in Africa with Bushman's Quiver African Safaris. Ron Masur is with us, and if you're just getting in the car or turn on the radio, Ron just returned from Bushman's Quiver African Safaris uh, from a safari over there with our good friend, uh, Stefan, and uh, now Patrick Carnes, and we'll tell you about that here in just a moment. But I hope, if you again, if you've got ever got any questions, you get a hold of us here at the show, and we will help you out in any way we can because this is a great, great hunt, lifetime memories. And uh, I said at the beginning, I thought it'd be hunt of a lifetime, but was fortunate to be over there four times. So I uh, hope to have a few more lifetimes and get back. All right, Patrick. So, uh, all right, let's talk about, and I'll tell you a funny story later. I don't want to take up your time, but we got out the first time when I was hunting a cape. Mm. And Stefan, we saw five or six, and he's like, hey, we're not going to shoot one. Let's just do a stalk, let you get practice and warm up. Okay. So we did the whole stalk, all the different things. And finally, we're sitting there a bit, and he goes, take the one on the left right i'm like i thought we weren't shooting this so man i had no time to even panic but uh yeah it was great and you really got a nice uh cape myself all right so let's talk about that stalk and how that went okay um well <laughs> it was kind of an- anticlimactic if you will uh, <laughs> so we'd been hunting for we're on our fifth day of the hunt and we'd been hunting hard every day we get out there and um we were driving along a ridge line, and right there, 10 meters, 10 yards off the road, there's a buffalo in the, in the uh, brush. We back the vehicle up, we dismount, and we start walking up. Uh, I, I think we backed up maybe 40 yards, maybe right. 50. And so we start walking up onto this, wet, on this animal, and uh, it's, it's in this brush, and... You only can see, you can, you can tell it's a buffalo, obviously, but the way it's setting there, you, you, there's, you can't, I, there's no way I could have judged a thing. Right. You know, but they're good at what they do. Sure. And Stefan was, hey, you know, that's a good looking animal. Take it. So he sets the sticks up and there's a, there's a, there was this opening in the brush that was just perfect where I needed to place the shot. So got on the sticks put the weapon on fire and sent around it. I saw that jump in the stiff legged yep. 
and it went running for about 30 yards. You heard it hit the ground, and we heard that bellow. Man. And that was it. That bellow is cool, isn't it? <laughs> I'm telling you, man. It was, yes. It, it's, uh, it's quite a sound. You what know, rifle were you shooting? I had a, or I have a Ruger 375 H&H. Okay. Uh, love the gun. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> what bullet were you shooting? Right? I was shooting a, a Barnes-tipped Barnes buffalo boar. Yep, great. And great. Uh, I, I tell you what, that's the, uh, I don't know what happened to the, the actual projectile. We never did find it. Yeah. It didn't exit, but it did its job. Yeah, no. It was a great a, excellent performance, yeah. For sure. And, you know, that, let me mention this real quick. Um, so many times I think, you know, guys especially will say, oh, I need to get, you know, all these super big nitro guns, all this stuff. But then you watch them shoot it, and they're, they're flinching, they're afraid of it. You know, yeah. get a gun. Now, you got to shoot at least a three seventy five for a dangerous game. But, you know, the main thing, some people ask me, what's the, game, what's the gun that's best? The one you can shoot the best, okay, yes. and that you're comfortable with, and you can shoot from, you know, uh, you know, sitting down, kneeling down, standing up, whatever, that you're not afraid of shooting. But, uh, again, there are some uh, restrictions there on the dangerous game. So a 375 is the uh, minimum caliber there. But, you know, I shot a 300 Weatherby mag on all my Plains game animals. And, mm-hmm. all, and I, I mean, my buddy shot 300 wind mag. Some people shoot 30-06, <laughs> 7-millimeter. I mean, whatever. Just shoot the gun that you know. Yeah, you know. of course, yeah. And um, I don't want to talk about this because I think it's important, too. It's just communication between you and your guide is so crucial. Yes. All right? I mean, I hate when – and this has never happened here, but <laughs> with other, you know, elk hunts, deer hunts, or friends, they'll go like, well, man, you know, the guy was telling me, see it right there, and I couldn't see it. And, but I just felt like I needed to shoot that direct. And I'm like, don't do that. I mean, mm-hmm. just tell them. And if you're not comfortable with the shot, you know, don't be afraid if it's, you know, 250 yards and you, you hadn't shot 250 yards, don't be afraid to go, man, could we get a little closer or what can we do? I'm just not comfortable shooting that long. Whatever. I mean, Absolutely. just be honest with it because that's what's going to make it fun. And it's no fun to wound one there. I no. promise you that because, no. you know, that's not ever good for anyone. So, um, it's just, got, if, 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 if I may, yeah, yeah. Uh, there were a, a number of shots later when we get into planes game. Uh, there were a number of shots I didn't take because I just wasn't comfortable. With right. It. My longest shot was 230 yards. Okay. And after that, I told Stefan, "Hey, I don't want to shoot further than 200 anymore." Yeah. Right. Because I was I was getting out of that comfort zone. Sure. And it's all about communicating with your guide. Absolutely. Absolutely. And don't do anything you're not comfortable with. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, before we move on to uh, your planes game a little bit, because uh, plans do change over there after you, you go after what's on your list. Uh, man, talk about the food and the lodging. Uh, the best. Uh, you'll be spoiled. Uh, I, I, I was joking when I was there, jokingly telling them, I think I'm going to leave here fatter than I came in because <laughs> the food is excellent. Uh, it is no joke. Yeah. Um, and I had told them, hey, anything I, we take, I want to eat. I mm-hmm. want to try it. So uh, we'd have a meal each time I, I had an animal, got an animal, we'd, we'd end up eating it. And oh, yeah. I do have the honor of having the only request that he's ever gotten. What was that? And that was on the Cape Buffalo asked first if he can make me some biltong. Okay. <laughs> All right. You're a brave soul. Absolutely. So uh, I did get my biltong before I left, so yeah. that was kind of neat. No, uh, I tell you, it really is good. You know, and we're all used to the, you know, deer and elk here and all. But I'm telling you, man. 
that Cape Buffalo, Gam's it's all book. good. I mean, all of all that of it stuff. Is good. I was amazed. So so good. Yeah, I was absolutely amazed. Yeah. And the lodging, uh, all great. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, they all have fire pits at each lodge. We stayed at three different lodges, mm-hmm. so they all have fire pits. Uh, a couple of them had uh, swimming pools. Uh, like you mentioned earlier, they got the daily service. You never right. have dirty clothes. Right. Um, the, the the whole facilities is just yeah. Top and I'm going to tell you, th- there's nothing like <laughs> sitting around a fire about anywhere in the world. But no. <laughs> I'm telling you, when you're in Africa and you're just sitting around a fire like that, and you've had a great meal, and you know people like Stefan and Patrick, and uh, you know most mm-hmm. time you will have some other hunters in camp. I'm telling you, it's it's awesome. <laughs> well, the third the third lodge we stayed at, they had they also had lions there. Okay. So at the campfire at night, you can hear lions bellowing off in the distance. It was wow. ama- it was ama- it was pretty amazing. Well, that's cool. Ron Masur is our guest today, and uh, thankfully Ron heard about Bushman's Quiver on Sportsman of Colorado, so we are certainly glad about that. And once again, if you've been thinking about it, um, man, I'm telling you, check out bushmansquiver.com. Great, great company. And uh, you can just let uh, Stefan and uh, see. Some people call him Stefan. I call him Stefan, so he'll answer to both. <laughs> trust me. But uh, uh, but they just great people. And and just kind of talk about that a minute. And let me mention. Okay, Patrick uh, Carnes had a safari company there as well, mm-hmm. and they have been friends with Stefan for a number of years. And uh, two great uh, families, and uh, with a exact mindset of number one of how they hunt, how they treat people, how they run their business. So this was a great, great mutual thing. And just, I think after everybody going through the pandemic, they're like, hey, you know what? Hey, we're both good on our own, but man, we can be extra strong joining forces. So that's what they have done and uh, has just made it great. But just talking about the personalization, just a little bit of being around, you know, Stefan and Patrick and their families. Well, uh, those two get along great. Yeah. They're like, uh, to back up just a second, when you were talking about the clip splinter, earlier or if they see a nice animal right. they're still like kids they see a nice animal and they get excited <laughs> and they see them every day <laughs> they see it all the time and those two work so well together yeah. because you know they they back each other up they're always looking and they it, they get that excitement and they that enthusiasm carries over mm-hmm. and uh they treat you you go there as a customer and you leave when you leave you're at least friends you almost feel like your family yeah yeah you know, it's 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 it, it's an amazing experience. They're the nicest people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the conversations we had just sitting around the campfire in the evening. Um, they're just the kind of people that you want to be around. Yeah. That you enjoy, whose company you enjoy. Yeah, no doubt. I'll tell you and what, yeah. I'm telling you, my eyes have never <laughs> not leaked when I left. I mean, it's just you know, you just get there, and I mean, from the first time, I mean, because it is just. They're just like you say, people that you just you love being around. Yeah. Uh, you know, they they treat you right and uh, have fun with you. They joke. I mean, you know, and take care of you. You know, because hey, yeah. we're a long way from home, man. They do. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, and I tell you what, they when the you know when you're hunting dangerous game, uh, with Stefan and Patrick, you know, both of those guys are there to back you up. Sure. And that. I have no issue. Yeah, yeah, that's a good those, feeling. That is a good feeling. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Just because, like you said, you know, they're, they're good people, they're, they're friends, but they're professionals. Mm-hmm. They know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly what needs to get done. Right. And um, they're just top notch. Yeah. From from those two to uh, Pungi and Yotham, the two trackers, mm-hmm. you know, just the, the whole group. And I'm telling you, those skinners and trackers, dude, how they – and I don't know Amazing. if you ever had to follow a blood trail at all. And, you know, <laughs> most time I – 
been able to, to shoot all right, but there have been times, man, where, you know, you just end up tracking. And, son, they can find a speck of blood or a bent leaf on a twig and then take you right to the animal. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. They read sign like we read books. Oh, I know. It's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> now, one thing I want to go back and touch on the travel real quick is COVID. Mm-hmm. A lot of people fearful about that and airports and flying and all that kind of stuff. So let's kind of talk about and, – and these requirements – may may change at any point so we're just going to tell you a little bit about them but let's talk about the requirements of what was uh done what was that three weeks ago now or so uh yeah somewhere around okay so what let's just talk about the covid testing coming and going okay so you have to have a covid test before you get on with thunza it has to be less than 48 hours okay um i had gotten mine down in colorado springs but it was it turned out it was 72 hours old so it wasn't it wasn't uh valid valid but i was able to get one up in uh, dia right there in the terminal so i got my 24-hour covid test there once you get down to um south africa that's the 72-hour one okay so it has to be taken you know they they understand the the travel times and stuff like that so it has to be 72 hours prior to you leaving uh so uh i was able there was really no issue. It's just that that little hiccup with Lufthansa, which right. that's fine. I'm going through Frankfurt. They have a different standard than South Africa. Sure. The whole time we had to wear your mask up. Okay. So um, um, even once you get to South Africa, when you went to places like uh, there's a couple times we ran into town and do little odds mm-hmm. and ends stuff. We'd have to go in with a mask on, and there they even have hand sanitizers. You got to use hand sanitizers before you even go in. Oh, really? So it's okay. almost more strict than it is here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is hard to believe. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Can you yeah. believe that? Well, yeah. So let's talk about going into town a little bit. In a couple of minutes left, but uh, talk about going into town, and and you know, just talking about safety, because man, so many times I've talked to people, and I go, man, I just don't know about you know some country like that and the safety of it you know but i mean i've known i've had friends take their families wives kids everything so it's you would you feel safe taking I, a group <laughs> I, uh, yeah, yeah absolutely uh there was a couple times like i said we ran into town uh Stephen or patrick had to take care of little odds and ends they would be in the store i would go outside and just stand out on the park yeah out mm-hmm. on the sidewalk right. i feel perfectly safe sure you know if, if you you gotta you know if you have that mentality if you act like prey, you'll be prey mm-hmm. anywhere in the world. I don't care. Oh, yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, but there, I, I didn't have any issue at all, yeah. any issue. Right. I, I didn't feel that uh, I could be just walking downtown Denver. Right. Sure, no doubt. No <laughs> doubt. So. All right, so last minute here, but what would be your, your challenge to those that maybe, you know, have we'll, we'll approach this two ways. They'd have thought about Africa, they just hadn't pulled the trigger, so to speak, yet, or they hadn't really thought about it. What would be your challenge just to think about Checking out Bushman's Quiver. Yes, check out Bushman's Quiver. And if you ever had an inkling of going to South Africa, go. Don't. Uh, there's always going to be excuses thrown at you. Bypass them and just get over there. Yeah. If you're going to enjoy it, I, I promise you, especially if you use Bushman's Quiver. Absolutely. Ron, man, been a pleasure to meet you. We'll do this some more, and uh, maybe one day we can be over in the back of a truck and look at each other and go, hey, man, we're back. Give me the dates. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is Ron Masur, and again, bushmansquiver.com. And if you've got any questions, get a hold of me through Sportsman of Colorado. We will be glad to help you. Listen, we can help you with all the paperwork. We can help you with, you know, all the, the gun uh, transport things with the Dell at, at Hunter's Permits Africa. We can help you with everything. So get a group together. Let's make a plan, and I promise you, 
when you get back, you will never regret the choice that you made. So, Ron, thank you so much. Thank you. Once again, we want to thank Ron and all of our guests today, but mostly thank you for joining us for Sportsman of Colorado. Just a reminder now, if you miss us here on our live show on Saturdays, 1 to 2, catch us twice on Sundays, 8 to 9 a.m., or once again in the evening, 7 to 8 p.m. Thank you so much for being with us. Hope you have a great rest of your weekend. Expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.